Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from WCC293. It does come with an update, and it's titled, Me, 23 male, with my girlfriend, 21 female, of six years wants to break up because she has fallen out of love. This is going to be long, so I apologize in advance. Well, I've been in a relationship with my girlfriend for almost six years, since she was 15 and I was 17. We made it through my four years of college and almost made it through hers. She got a job in New York City, where I work, and things would have come full circle for us. Parents adored me and treated me as a son-in-law. A couple of months ago, I noticed she was being distant at times and I made sure to bring it up to her. She would always reassure me and tell me everything was okay. Little did I know that she was fighting something by herself. It was only after I took the CFA Level 1 that she broke and told me over the phone while she was still at school. Obviously, I took it hard and I'm taking it hard. And just to confirm before we move on, CFA is a chartered financial analyst. Before I get into more detail... I want to bring up one incident that should have been the writing on the wall for me. During Thanksgiving, I went over to her house after I'd been with my family and she had been texting me saying that she was in her room, upset. I get to her house and go into her room to see what was going on and apparently she said she felt weird and wouldn't tell me something was wrong. She swore it had nothing to do with me. We talked and I tried to make her feel better as usual. We hugged and kissed and went back to dessert. All during this time, I was studying intently for my CFA exam. A few days later, we had sex and things felt so right. I felt connected to her and she seemed the same. She later said that she pretended everything was okay to have sex, but felt upset after. She also later told me, the day after my CFA exam, when all this blew up, that she was no longer in love with me and no longer attracted to me. Of course, this was a huge blow for me, as I had been the most amazing boyfriend to her for the past six years. Another incident was over text. She had asked me, promising that it had nothing to do with us, that if we broke up, if we could ever be best friends still. Obviously, I said no and she immediately got extremely upset. Should have been a red flag, but I was too focused on work and studying. In retrospect, I should have given her more attention as it seemed at times she was extremely insecure, always asking me to hold her hand, kiss her if I was attracted to her, etc. But to be honest, I did and said all of those things. Perhaps she was too immature to see them in retrospect. Now back to the phone call. She called me two weeks ago, the day after my exam, after I'd gotten upset that she didn't want to talk after my six-hour exam. It hurt a bit as she had been saying for weeks how she can't wait till I'm done, etc. Apparently, she had been confused for two months or so that she had felt that something was weird between us and that we were more like best friends. That some days she woke up and felt in love. Others, she felt disconnected. I can see how the passion died down given both of us were so involved in our own busy lives. 
but to me, I wasn't always feeling that in love feeling which I accepted. It doesn't last forever, but I knew I deeply loved her, would feel in love feelings during moments of passion, and felt like she was my partner. We shared the same goals, career aspirations, visions, values, etc., so it definitely hurts. I felt that we had both taken each other for granted to the extent that things weren't exciting. I'll admit, we didn't go out as much, but this had only been for the time I was preparing for my exam. Little does she know, I had two trips planned for when she got back. Anyways, she claims she got bored. She promises this breakup as her wanting to be independent, given we have been dating since she was 15, and that it hit her that she wants to experience being independent and not to have to be dependent on me for anything. I understand this, but the fact that she did not even bring this up to me for months gives me pause. We've barely been talking the past two weeks and she seems extremely cold and distant. I'm starting to accept things, but feel as if we may meet again in the future. I just don't know if I'm willing to let her back in after what feels like a betrayal. She swears it isn't someone else and that she truly doesn't want a relationship anymore. She also wants to take from me scrapbooks and stuff that I don't want, which I find odd. Because according to her, I'd given her so much, was so special to her, etc. She says she is extremely confused, still loves me as a best friend slash like her sister, but lost the passion and in love feeling. I am her first love, so perhaps this could be a factor. I'm meeting up with her Friday because she feels she owes it to me to have all my questions answered. Part of me may never want to talk or see her again after that, but part of me feels I will get over it. Part of me also feels that she'll come running back after she finds the independent world to not be as great as she thinks, but I will have probably moved on. I will probably go no contact for as long as I feel a need to go. Now, if you've been with one person from a young age and you've got to like six years on and you want to experience a bit of independence, I, I guess I can understand that a bit. But at the same time, I don't think she can expect OP to hang around while she, you know, discovers this bit of independence and she might come back in the future. I don't think it says anywhere in there that she will, but it certainly said that, you know, still being friends and things like that, which I just don't think would be fair to OP, who is still in love and still wants to continue a relationship. You can't expect this him to still be around and, and feel conflicted with everything all the time. If I had been with someone for six years and then they said, I love you as like a best friend or brother or whatever, but lost the passion and the in love feeling. Yeah, you'd feel pretty shitty after that. And, you know, I think the best thing you could do if if you can't talk it out or whatever is to move on. And I think I'd want that separation as well. But Dharma says, I totally respect her wanting to be independent, actually. The years of your lives that happened in the course of your relationship change so much about an individual. And it sounds like until recently you were a healthy match, which is great, and a lot better of an experience than most teenagers have. But simply put, you are not the same people now that you were as kids, and that's okay. It hurts now and it will for a while because of how long you were together. I'm sure you both grew and learned a lot in your time together. It will benefit you in the future. Opie responded saying, thank you for your response. I respect it too, but feel a bit betrayed. We still are very similar people and still have the same wants, but think we need time to be independent and not so dependent on each other. I know I'll eventually get over it and do not want to completely shut her out. Will for a little until I'm over it. Dharma replies that and says I totally get it. About two months ago, I was in your exact same situation. The five year long relationship that I got into at, at age 17 ending. It felt like the rug was pulled out from under me and was really hard and painful. 
I won't lie, but with a few months of retrospect, I was able to see that it had actually been happening for a really long time and I just hadn't wanted to see it. I actually feel freer and more optimistic than I have in months. Maybe a year because I'm no longer worried all the time about my relationship and my future. You can do it. Opie responds again saying starting to feel like it had been happening for some time too. Thanks for the encouragement. It's still raw, but some days are better than others. I have great family and friends who helped every step of the way. I have to ask, ever stay in touch with her or worse, ever have her reach out? So OP continues with her update. They said wanted to update and see if I could get more insight. See the original post here and shares the link. So I met with my now ex-girlfriend last Friday to talk about everything. She picked me up from the train and we went to the beach to talk for a couple of hours. She tried to explain why she was feeling this way and why she thinks she fell out of love. I also provided my insight and let her know how I felt about it. She admitted that the move was totally selfish on her part, claimed she wishes she met me later on in life and that was the best thing that's happened to her. On that end, kind of feel used. When I first saw her, she offered to give me a hug. The chemistry between us was still clearly there. She hugged me multiple times and held my hand. I asked her questions about how long she's felt like this and if she ever sees us getting back together. She didn't say no or yes, but was not sure. She says I'm perfect and knows how compatible we are in terms of life goals, morals, values, etc. We both admitted that this won't change. However, she doesn't want to regret anything and wants to be alone to grow independently. She claims she loves me as a person and respects me, but doesn't want a relationship right now. She seems like she's forcing herself to do this so not to have regrets. She says she's aware that I won't be waiting around seems like gigs to me. Her parents told her to keep the door open with me. She agrees with them. She still denied that it was anyone else and I believe her. She has one semester left of school, then is moving to New York City where I am. We decided to go no contact until she at least comes home and then I will be the one to reach out if I am ever ready to. Over the past couple of days, I've realized that I don't need her in my life but want her in my life. It's an odd feeling. Seems like we'll mostly be low contact for a while. After our conversation, we got lunch and things still felt coupley. I left stuff at her house that she says I can pick up at a later date. Before we parted ways, she insisted that I hug her outside. We probably hugged for five minutes. I looked deep into her eyes and told her I loved her and always will, and I walked away to catch the train. We haven't spoken since Friday. I miss her like hell, but I am moving forward with my life. Just got a new job and made travel arrangements with friends. Feel free to provide any advice. Thanks for allowing me to vent. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June too is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Opie then added another post in a subreddit called X No Contact and says, broke up a month ago after six years, was sent this email holding on. She sent me an email a month after we broke up. It's been messy. I've broke contact numerous times and haven't dealt with it well. I've said mean things to her that I didn't mean. She initiated no contact to get over me, but claims we are perfect together and that we met at the wrong time. The email said, I am not going to forget you and I do miss you and I will keep missing you. So please don't think this is easy for me by any means. You are my first love and that will never ever change. I'm sad, lonely and miss you, but I want to be alone for now. I'd be heartbroken if something could ever happen to you. I really don't think this is the end at all. At the very least, I would love to be good friends when we are both ready. I'm open to more than that in a few years from now. Be good and good luck with a new amazing job. I know you'll be killing it next time we talk. And continues, backstory is we broke up after six years after she fell out of love and felt she needed to be alone for some time to learn to be independent. She's going back to school for a last semester and we decided on no contact for at least the next five to six months slash when I am ready. I'm holding on but don't know what to do anymore. And there was a couple of comments on this one saying, you know, it's pretty ridiculous and she cannot expect you to wait for her. Your life is about you, etc, etc. Other people were relating saying they had similar experiences about people like stringing them along. Another commenter basically saying, I think she's trying to be kind, but being cruel in the process. Then Opie added one more post, which said she reached out to me last week to say she missed me and the little things I did for her. And now that she doesn't know if she loves me before she said she didn't. I did not respond, but I got a call from an unknown number, not thinking it was her. Picked up and she said the same things. Then she let me know that she 100% sees a future with me. How selfish of her to say that after we were together for six years. She was in the city and apparently having a bad day. She thinks we'll be friends eventually. And I want to tell her that we absolutely cannot be unless she truly wants to try again, she says. But I can't reach out and break no contact. This is hard. So very hard. And there was one final comment on the post from OP which says, I told her we couldn't be friends. I sent her an email and got no response. Thinking my emails were going to spam. I called her to see if she had gotten my email. Got a two word response, then a goodbye. Very cold, but had to be done. And I think there was always, you know, a small chance of you getting back together in the end. But this whole waiting around, you know, it's, it's absolutely fine for her to want to go and find her independence, experience a bit of life and all this kind of thing. But to expect you to be waiting around that one day you might get back together years down the line and, you know, your future just being on hold. Yeah, I don't think I'd be dealing with that myself. But what do you guys make of this situation? Have you ever been in a relationship where you felt like you've been strung along in some way? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Now, our next story comes from somebody to lean on who says, vegetarian me, 24 female, with my mum, 58 female. I've had it with her leather gifts and would like to avoid such situations this Christmas. Okay, so I'm prepared for a wave of hate for being an ungrateful brat, etc. But I still hope some of you might give me some useful advice on how to approach my mother about this. Also, I'm not getting into an ethical debate. So I just won't reply to comments about why I'm a vegetarian and how stupid that is or whatever. Sorry, this isn't the place for that. 
The thing is, I am a vegetarian. Or more accurately, I eat vegan and dress vegan or secondhand non-vegan when I'm desperate. But meds I absolutely have to take are not vegan, so I can't be called one. My family and friends know this. I try to be as little of a nuisance as possible, so for parties and family events, I almost always bring my own food. Everybody knows, especially my parents, and they've been respectful of it. Of the food, at least. Unlike me, my mother likes elegant leather accessories. Belts, wallets, gloves, you name it, and, and she likes buying me a bunch for different occasions such as Christmas. I don't want to sound ungrateful, but I hate leather and I haven't bought myself a new leather object for years. I don't want to be the cause for a leather object to be bought, because I'd feel responsible in a way. The problem? My mother doesn't get it and has been ignoring it for at least three years. For example, last Christmas, so not the first year she got me leather and I complained, she got me leather gloves. I thanked her of course, but then asked if I can have the receipt because unfortunately I will feel really uncomfortable wearing them, so I'm not gonna. And wasted leather is even worse than bought and used ones. She got really angry and upset. I don't see a problem. I always give her a receipt in case she doesn't like something I give her or gifted clothes don't fit or she already has a book I gave her and she said she'd be devastated if I returned them. So in the end, I took them home and gave them to a friend. But every time I visit her since the weather got cold, she asked why I'm not wearing my gloves. Still, a bought leather is a bought leather, so instead of giving slash selling every item she gives me, I'd like to prevent her from buying me stuff like that. I don't see a way though, because I already explained it to her multiple times and said I'd honestly prefer no gift to this. The way she does it at least once a year, despite my stern declaration that this is not appreciated, makes me suspect she's doing it out of spite. I really want to avoid it this year, so I decided to have a talk with her now and remind her politely that one, leather is out of the question. Two, if she doesn't feel like searching for anything else and absolutely must get me something, then a bottle of maple syrup, available in a shop across the street for six euros, would suffice. Three, but she doesn't need to give me anything if this is such an issue. I'm thinking she'd be less upset in this. You ungrateful child, I made an effort to go to the shop and pick it up for you and you reject it. Poor me, what have I done to deserve this? Way, if I did it now and not during Christmas. But still, I don't know how to talk to her so she understands and doesn't get angry automatically. So, any ideas? And the way Opie explained it in this one, it certainly feels like it could be out of spite and I always wonder why people do this kind of thing and it's just so sad if that is the case. But I would suggest first, and I know it's always awkward these situations, but have that conversation again, but just be very crystal clear in the situation. You don't want leather goods, you won't accept them, and that's that, and then stick to it as well. You know, these are your boundaries and if she can't respect those, then that's a her problem, especially when you've made it clear multiple times. So now just don't accept those gifts. Veilthira says, do not accept these gifts anymore. She doesn't want to listen, so she has to learn it the hard way. No receipts, just not accepting. A deleted user says, I feel like this is something you see a lot with parents and authority figures. Like my father-in-law will sometimes get in his mind that he wants to get my husband a certain item or talk about some political issue with my husband. No amount of my husband saying he isn't into the item or conversation will stop him because it's really not about bringing pleasure to the other person. It's a control thing. Your mum isn't bothered by leather. She doesn't get why you are and probably thinks it's stupid, so she's going to keep buying it for you to make a point. I'd lay it out for her. Mum, you've bought me leather goods for the past few holidays, but I don't support the industry that creates them and not comfortable accepting them. 
If you give me something leather this year, I will turn around and donate it to a woman's shelter slash give it to a friend slash give it to Goodwill. Please don't do it. If you're looking for gift ideas, I could really use some new socks, jeans, whatever. I think it'd be nice to give her some more useful gift ideas than maple syrup, so she doesn't have to tell people that she gave her daughter maple syrup for Christmas. One more comment from Springheel Jill who says, and quotes, my mother doesn't get it, and says, yes, she does. She understands you perfectly. You know how people will passive aggressively and sometimes just aggressively combat vegetarianism? Sneak meat into food in order to prove a point, for example. A point that is insane, but a point that you need to eat meat, damn it. Right, your mum is doing this only with leather goods. She feels on some level that you are judging her. So she evens the playing field by forcing you to accept and ideally use leather gifts. Ha, look who's not so ethical now. There is no difference from her whimpering sadly at the dinner table that you won't even try the turkey she slaved over. I mean, don't you love your mum, OP? Can't you even have a couple of bites? Why are you so mean, so proud and unbending? Tell her firmly, I said no leather goods, will not accept these gifts. I'm sorry if you're upset, but I've told you many times that I do not like leather. If you will not give me the receipt so I can exchange these items, I will leave them here. When she whines and pouts and attempts to guilt trip you, you tell her that you're not going to participate in that either. You end the conversation, this is not up for discussion, and leave the room if necessary. If you're staying at your parents' home for the holiday, Maybe consider booking a hotel room instead. Your mother may push back hard and then you will need to remove yourself entirely. This is obviously a very worst case scenario. The point, if your mother wants your company, she needs to act like someone who actually respects you. But then OP comes in with an update and says, my original post didn't get too popular, but I figured that someone still might be interested, so here it is. Following most of the advice, about three weeks ago, I let my mother know in advance that I'm not going to accept another leather gift. I openly told her that I'm going to leave it and treat it like she didn't get me anything. I proceeded to list all the acceptable alternatives I'd be more happy to get. Then I listed all the things that are not acceptable. No leather, no fur, no pillows with feathers, no jewelry from animals, no tortoise shell, for example. If you want to buy me cosmetics, please stick to the brands I listed because only those are vegan, etc. She started to fuss a little, so I repeated all the reasons behind this and reminded her that it hurts my feelings. She fussed more, so I lost my temper a bit and threatened to make a big scene in front of the family. I'm not proud of it, but if you had been there, I bet you had been on my side. She acted like a moody child. In the end, she said something like, well, I understand, and hung up. We did talk a few times after that and before Christmas, but we didn't bring this particular topic up. Just in case, I called my father separately and explained the situation to him. He promised to take my side if things go as usually. Fast forward to Christmas, she bought me a bonsai tree. She didn't take care of it too well before handling it to me. She kept it in a box, so no sunlight, but I hope I can get it back on its feet. Also, I don't think it's a very thoughtful present because bonsai trees are super hard to take care of and I'm a newbie. But again, I'm hopeful. I'm happy she didn't get me anything that I specifically asked her not to buy. I'm also kind of amused that she used so much energy not get me anything from the 20-something items I listed as desirable, among which were expensive things like vegan cosmetics from a shop I gave her the address of, and cheaper slash easily obtainable like maple syrup or a book. So in the end, I'm really happy and also slightly losing my mind over the bonsai getting better after spending a week in a closed box. Merry Christmas. 
And the comments were kind of back and forth on this update. Some people were calling Opie ungrateful because she didn't get her a leather or anything like that. And she got something that might have been quite thoughtful. Other people saying, you know, she still didn't get something on the list. So, so mum is still maybe being passive aggressive. And other people just saying, you know, it's a step in the right direction. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. It's absolutely incredible, truly. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.